Welcome to episode number 35 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Amanda Taylor, and together with my husband David, we are the co-founders of MendOurMarriage.com, and our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth tonight with me, of course, Amanda Taylor, and with my brilliant husband, <laughs> David Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number five. Oh. I messed up already. That's all right. <laughs> Episode number 35 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast. Hey. We are back and we appreciate you and your support. All we of your sure support. We sure do. Thank you, I everyone. Mean, this past week have been has been another extraordinary week for Mandy's book. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's just blowing up. She's getting a lot of notoriety. And, I mean, people are reaching out. I mean, it's amazing to see how many hurting like spouses are out there, right? you know, and it's humbling to have them, you know, come to mend our marriage and, and to see my wife kind of be that person that can add support and strength to those that are needing it. So I'm, I'm, I mean, we're thankful. We're grateful. Yes. Um, and we're going to continue to provide great content and resources for all of you guys. So we love you. We really appreciate you. We just want to start by saying that. Um, and this podcast actually is brought to you on behalf of Mandy's book, Motivated to Love. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you have questions or you would like to check out her book, if you have not purchased it, what's wrong with you? Number one. <laughs> but number two, feel free to go to motivatedtolove.com. Motivated, the number two, love.com to check out what everybody is talking about. That's right. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, this book is really doing well. And if, if you, if you just need strength to stand, if you need strategy to stand, right. And if you need structure to stand for Preach, your spouse, baby. uh oh, I'm going in. Uh, <laughs> check out that website. It's motivated, the number two, love.com. That's right. Um, and so anyway, uh, first we want to just say that, uh, we, are getting really close to launching Mendes 90 mm -hmm. 2.0. I don't think we're going to call it 2.0, but I'm just saying it. The second, you know, cohort of it. Um, so keep your ears open for that. The website should be up literally this week. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to open up registration. We have early bird registration that we're going to open up. Um, so just kind of keep your ears open for that. And this it, this Mendes 90 structure is going to be a little different than the first one. Um, but we'll be providing more details as we get closer to that. Exciting. Yes, it is. Uh, but anyway, today we're going to talk about an issue slash question that we come across a lot, right. especially on our post on the page. Whenever we post about like when I share my story about me wanting to leave my wife and all that, there's there's always one or two people that usually say the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to address that today. And it's really a question that's cloaked in a, I guess, I don't know, a critique or something, but it's it's really a, a question. And we're going to really answer that question. And really, at the end of the day, the question is this. If your spouse wants to leave, should you let them? Right? And that's really what we have been like. Well, I'm going to read to you actually what one person said. I'm going to read this. Okay? So um, this is what someone, a comment that someone wrote on one of our posts. And I'm not going to say the person's name, but you can go through all of our posts and find it if you want. But uh, here, <laughs> here's what she said. She said, 
I think if your spouse wants to leave, let him or her go. I think you're only prolonging the inevitable. Then you will have to wonder or then you will be wondering why the person is staying in the first place. God will bring you the man for you. Wait on him, not your lust or need to have a man. And this was kind of directed to Mandy in a way um, because it was she was the person was commenting on my uh, post about me almost leaving Mandy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I want to kind of answer this question because really it's a question. It's not. I mean, it kind of came off as a criticism, mm-hmm. uh, but it would at the end of the day it's a question. And so we're going to talk about this a little bit, um, provide some strategy, and then we're going to wrap up in prayer. How's that sound, baby? Sounds great to me. Perfect. And feel free to jump in, okay? Because we're going to just tear this apart real fast. Sure will. <laughs> so really, like I said, the question is, if your spouse wants to leave, should you let them? Now, before I start answering, what do you guys think? I want you to come up with an answer real fast as you're listening. If your spouse wants to leave, should you let them? You got your answer? All right, let's dive in. So at the core of this question, it is really about whether or not you should stand and fight for your marriage, even though your spouse wants out. That That's really at the core. And it's so it's not really just like let them leave or keep them. You know, because at lock the end, of, yeah, because you can't really lock them up at the end of the day. If they want to leave, they have their own free will. They can make a choice to go. So really, it's not about should you like block them from leaving the house. It's really all about what should I do if my spouse decides they want out? Should I stand and fight or should I kind of give in and let them have what they want? Um, and obviously, Mandy, you know, she has some thoughts about this, but we'll get into that in a minute because <laughs> <laughs> Mandy didn't. She didn't let me go. Right. But, sure she, but you also didn't block me in the house. Right. You know, you said if you want out, what'd you say? Go ahead and go. <laughs> go ahead and go. But that didn't stop you from doing certain things. And so exactly. we're going to talk about that. Exactly. So, so, okay. So, so, so consider this, guys. Because we're self-preserving creatures, right, as humans, it is natural for us to protect ourselves when we're being rejected. And this question, right, the question about should you let your spouse go if they want to, this question really is about, at its core, it's more of a rejection issue than anything else, okay? So just kind of, because we're going to break this down a little bit. So it's not just about letting them stay. It's also about protecting one's self when they're being rejected from their spouse. And rejection is hard. Nobody wants to be rejected, right? I mean, right. when I was rejecting my wife, I mean, it was it, it hurt me to do it, but it also was even more damaging for Mandy, right, right. you know? Very heavy stuff. Very heavy. Yeah. And so what you're really saying, what this person is really saying is that they don't have the strength to love unconditionally to the extent that you love without feeling the desire to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Say that one more time. Okay. Because okay, unconditional love requires you to love without protecting your heart at the same time. Mm. It is impossible to love unconditionally and protect your heart at the same time. It's impossible because if I'm protecting myself, then I'm there's a condition or a clause on my love. Right. Mm -hmm. And so unconditional love requires that you really, truly love without feeling the need to protect yourself Mm -hmm. from being hurt. Mm -hmm. And that's the most scary. I mean, most heavy thought that most people have is if I give my heart to this person and they hurt it, what what comes what becomes of me? And so most people protect their hearts. And even when they say they love you, they really aren't saying they agape you. 
because they're still loving you from a protected position. Mm-hmm. I would almost go on to say, and I don't have the research to back this up, but I will go on to say, based off of what I've learned over the course of my decade plus of working with people, is that about 75 to 80% of people love from a guarded or protected position. Mm-hmm. And so they're not really providing you with or giving you agape love or unconditional love because they're still protecting themselves. Right. It's conditional. It's I love you as long as you love me too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the hard part about marriage is that marriage requires that you love from an unguarded, vulnerable position. And that is extremely scary for most people, especially if you've never seen that in your experience growing up. Right. I know I never saw it growing up and it was difficult for me to even fathom. How do I love someone without protecting myself? What happens if they decide they want to leave? Right. What, what does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. You know, but at the at the core of this question that this woman and many others have said, it's all about what do I how do I protect myself and love at the same time? Mm-hmm. And the answer is you can't. Right. You have to give up one or the other. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to prote- take the risk. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And that and that is so scary. Mm-hmm. How do you risk your heart on someone who may step on it? Mm. Right. That's a question that I would like to ask God because <laughs> he does that for us. Yeah. I mean, you can even ask God, you know, you can ask God or even propose, you know, God, why did you risk your heart? Who was your son mm. for us at the risk of us rejecting you? Ooh, and it's deep and it almost breaks your heart when you think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. God gives his son mm-hmm. his heart, his heart. And we a lot of times us included, because we're not perfect, we reject him. And he gave us the choice. Love gives the choice. Yeah. And, and really, if you think about it, love is a choice. It is. It's an attitude. It's a way of mm-hmm. being. It's not an emotion that, that just comes. It's right. a decision that you make. Mm-hmm. And once you make the decision to love your spouse unconditionally, mm-hmm. what you're saying is that I love them with no clauses, mm-hmm. which means that if they decide to do to run off and, and move to Australia somewhere, I have to risk that happening. Mm-hmm. And I can't love from a guarded position. You have to think about it like this. If God loved from a guarded emotional position, then it, then it would have been more wrath. He mm-hmm. would not have sent his son. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have. He would not have sacrificed his son, because emotions, logically, would say what he should have been angry mm-hmm. with how we were tre- treating his earth and and treating each other and treating him. Mm-hmm. How yeah. we how people were living on earth at that time. Yeah. But he just made a choice based off of his love for us and who he knew we were created to be. Yeah. Who he yeah. saw. In us, even though our actions didn't show it. And, and and if you think about it, that's the type of love that you have to have. You have exactly. to see past the surface. Mm-hmm. And it takes growing to that type of love. Yes, that, that type of love is not something that comes naturally. Yes. And, it's a I mean, and I can just even say personally, that is a love that I strive to grow to until my dying day. I will never be perfect in love. Yeah. But if... My goal is to continue to grow in that type of love, even though I will make mistakes. I will go. I will grow stronger and stronger in that love. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the whole goal and purpose. That's the, the exactly. I like how you say that. And so, so if you really think about it, right? It's not about should you let them go versus should you let them stay or should you make them stay. It's not about that. What what the question? What she's really saying is how do I 
love unconditionally. Mm -hmm. I don't have the strength to keep them here. Mm -hmm. And usually if they say they want to go, I feel the the need to protect myself. So then what she's really asking is how do I love without protecting myself? How do I, how do I love stronger, harder, and with no conditions? Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's something that has to be taught. That, that is, I promise you guys, this is something that you will not find in most love textbooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right? right? You read the five love languages mm-hmm. and you're going to hear that the person's ability to love you is based off of what you can give to them. Mm-hmm. Your ability to speak their love language. Right. And what we're saying, and this is part of the book that I'm writing. So what we're saying is that you that's true, but there's another level of truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. The other level of truth is that you have to be willing to love regardless. You have to be willing to love when your spouse doesn't have it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. When your spouse runs out of giving. Yeah, exactly. When they're imperfect. And that's why Mandy's book has been so effective is because it's helping women and men to love stronger. Mm -hmm. It's not promising that we're going to keep your spouse here. What it's promising, though, is that you're going to become a stronger, better, harder, longer lover. Right. Right. And so, and, and, and so that's what this is really about is helping her. How do we, so then how do we help you, whoever you are? I know your name, but y'all don't know her name. <laughs> how do we help you to become an unconditional lover? Right. And so Mandy, this is, this is something that you are becoming an expert in because, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've endured it and now you're helping other people endure it. Mm-hmm. And so what, what, is, what is the first step that someone in this position needs to take in order to move closer towards becoming a stronger, more unconditional lover? Cause see, y'all thought we just was going to answer this question and not leave y'all with something tangible, mm-hmm. but my baby got y'all. <laughs> so give us just the first step. We don't want to give them everything. Just where, where did, where should she start? All right. Well, I alluded to this earlier, but you must start with understanding God's love for us. Mm. Come on. All right. So in understanding God's love for us, like we were stating before, God is love. So in order to grow and learn how to love unconditionally, we have to get to know him. Okay. So are you saying that you have to have some type of relationship with God in order to love? That is what I'm saying. So what if this person doesn't? Then what you're saying is that they may not have the capacity to love. Correct. Because loving unconditionally is not something we can do in our own strength. That's deep, y'all. That's deep. And I'm a witness of that. Me too. Because I was rock bottom, depressed, suicidal, all those different things. And there was something there. It was God that lifted me up. And I'm not trying to sound all, you know, religious preachy. And, pre- <laughs> and preachy. But at the same time, that's he was the one that was there. You know, his word comforted me. His songs of praise comforted me and strengthened me during that time. And mm. because I was consistent in filling myself up with, you know, the knowledge of his love, his word, his songs, those things filled me up in a time where I didn't think I could get up. You know, I didn't think I could be strong. I didn't think I could face David and take his rejection and his silence and and his, you know, almost convincing words that we were not meant to be together. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn. I had to I had to learn about un- unconditional love. I had to learn about God like I never learned about him before. I had to trust him like I never did before. I thought I had a relationship with God, 
but it wasn't until I hit rock bottom in this relationship that I understood that I had made my husband more of a God than God himself. Mm. Because I depended more, I, I depended more on my husband's opinion of me and acceptance of me than God's acceptance of, you know, of me and opinion of me. And in, and what you're saying is in order to love unconditionally, that has to shift. In order to love unconditionally, yep. you have to hold on and believe what God says about you above all else. And if which you is, don't know what he says about you, what should you do? If you don't know what he says about you, you have to read your word. But also, I have put a lot of that in the book. I put a lot of scripture in the book letting you know what God says about you and about his love for us. So yeah. if you haven't gotten the book, I definitely encourage you to do that. And this is not this podcast was not a giant advertisement for the book. Right. What we're really saying is that you have to find resources that really helps you, that really positions you to become stronger in exactly. your love. And Mandy's book is just one of those resources. Right. Okay, so it's not the only one out there. But and it's we do just, have a resource yeah. library on our website. Yeah, exactly. That you can also get resources from. Yeah, yeah. But definitely pick up the book if you don't got it. Right. <laughs> but, um, but really what we're really saying is that you have to plug back into the source. And if I could just say one more thing one in more, response yeah. to the comment. Um, just because, okay, just understand this. God can give you somebody, somebody and put somebody in your life, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean that love you know, may, Ooh, the, I'm the, glad you said the that. illusion of love may go. I'm glad you said that. You know, so if anything, if God puts somebody in your life, you have, then to, you work have, to, you have to work to keep harder it. Yeah. to keep it. If wow. God, if God has said something, if God has said, this is your husband or this is your wife, when they are acting out of character, acting as a person who, you know, God did not create wow. them to be. Then God has called you to see past their pain, past their issues, to call out who they're supposed to be. Yeah. And to stand yeah. with them. This is, ooh. And, and oh my gosh, you opened up another can. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna dip my toe in the puddle and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it out. Cause <laughs> I'm not gonna stay there. But, cause think about it. If, taking that person's comment, what it's really saying is that if God gave him to you, it shouldn't mess up. It shouldn't, it should be easy. It should be easy. And, and, and that is completely not biblical. Right. If you okay, God gave Jesus the mission to what? Die on the cross. Yeah. That was the hardest thing to do. God yeah. spoke to Moses and said, What? Deliver my people from Pharaoh. Right. That was the hardest thing to do, right? So God told Abraham, Hey, I need you to take your son up there and uh, uh you know, uh, we're gonna have to hey, you I need you to sacrifice your son. Mm -hmm. That was don't think that was easy. Mm -hmm. So usually when God gives you something, you're gonna have to fight. Yeah, contend mm -hmm. to keep it right. including your marriage and it's not going to make sense to the world and to and to society most times yeah yeah and in yeah. fact the world and society think you're crazy most times when you are following what god wants you to do mm, yeah oh my gosh we can stay here longer but uh okay okay I, you shouldn't you should open uh, okay i said i was gonna maybe dig my, next time maybe next time okay so okay we'll wrap here then because if we, if i keep talking i'm gonna jump in the puddle all the way I got my I got my foot in now. I'm gonna pull it out. Okay, I'm gonna pull, pull it out. out. So okay, so just so at the end of the day, what Mandy said is connect yourself to the source. That's the only way you're gonna grow in unconditional love is if you learn unconditional love. And you have to know the person of love who's Jesus, mm -hmm. right? And Jesus is the exact representation of God. So Jesus right. is God. So mm -hmm. so you gotta get plugged in.
Got to get plugged in. But anyway, guys, I am happy that you stuck around for this conversation. Um, there is more. Trust me. And this is part of what my book is going to be talking about anyway. Um, but we're going to close in prayer. And um, there was a, a young lady named Latrice who reached out to us on hey, Facebook. And she said she had some questions and she wanted us to pray. So we're going to end in prayer for Latrice. And I'm not going to pray all the specifics of what she was saying. But I'll just close in praying for her in general. So, okay. um Bow your heads, y'all. No, I'm joking, because you might be driving. Don't bow your heads. <laughs> but anyway, Father God, we thank you. We bless you. We worship you. Um, we appreciate the opportunity to even have this position of speaking to thousands of people at the same time. And we pray for Latrice. We pray for her marriage. We pray for her spouse, her husband, her family. Um, and we just declare peace, restoration, and strength. Yes. God, I pray that you begin to... Uh, ordain certain situations to just happen now for Latrice. Uh, help her to find a group of women or individuals who can begin to pour into her. Uh, we pray, God, that you will begin to give her opportunities to be stronger. Uh, give her opportunities to meet people who can help mentor her, who can keep her focused on loving stronger. We also pray for a spouse, Father God. We just declare that no weapon formed against him shall prosper. Yes. We pray, God, that you will begin to structure his day such that he has an encounter with you. Yes. Because I know that that's the only way that his heart is going to be able to change is if he has an encounter with you. So we declare an encounter, Father God. We just pray that you help the family, help the kids, uh, help their financial situation as well, Father God. Just yes, be God. there. Um, provide ways that just are counterintuitive to the world, Father God. Open doors that no man can shut, shut doors that no man can open, change rules, regulations, policies, and laws on their behalf, Father God. Uh, but we just pray uh, favor for their marriage, yes. that you will be the healing factor in their marriage, Father yes. God. Um, and I thank you, and we all are praying at the same time for Latrice. So Latrice, yes. you got you are just bombarded yes, with thousands of people praying at the same time. Yes, um, but Jesus, we love you. And yeah. we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In your mighty name we pray. Amen, Amen y'all. All right, guys. So we are done until Friday. Share this podcast. Give it to your family. Give it to your friends. But we're out, y'all. Deuces. Deuces.